Welcome to Apples to Apples, Episode 1. Today, we'll be reviewing the Cosmic Crisp. I'm your host, Cortland Kyle. As always, joined by my cohort in Apple Crime, Sweet Tango Steve. Boy, I hate the apple puns already, I'll be honest with you. <clears throat> yeah. As you all know from previous episodes of Apples to Apples, Steve is a little more brazen <laughs> with his discussion of apples. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And today we have an mm. interesting interesting taste. I mean, I'm, I'm going to be honest right off the bat. I want to see what the buzz is all about. A modern apple, which we tend to veer away from here on Apples to Apples. The yeah, I like cosmic. the classics. I like the classics. Give me a Golden Delicious, Red Delicious, Granny Smith. Hmm. You know, this is like a this is like a hipster apple right here. The Cosmic Crisp, a creation of the Washington. I don't know why apple you're talking like that. Can't stand it. Years of development and billions of dollars invested in the creation of the Cosmic Crisp. This thing is made in a lab. All right. You know what I like? I like my apples to be made in dirt. I like them to be grown on a tree. Then I pick them off the tree. Much like our apple sisters, Steve is a apple traditional. That is not a word. Never been a word. I don't know why I agreed to this. Unique taste profile on the Cosmic Crisp. Steve, I am interested to hear your thoughts. I swear to God, if you start talking about mouthfeel, flavor profiles, consistency, texture, it's an apple. Bite into it. Eat it. At the most, put a little peanut butter on it. We can start as we always do here on Apples to Apples with the skin. Steve, your thoughts... The complexities. It's red. It tastes the same as the skin of any other apple. You doubt me? We will fight. Comparable to your honey crisp, as you'll notice a lot Mm. in the taste profile of the cosmic crisp. Look, if we're if we're doing a tournament, this is a four seed at best. As always, apples to apples is not competitive and does not endorse competitive nature regarding apples we are all simply here to enjoy the wonders of the seed the apple seed oh jesus christ as we dig a little deeper into the cosmic chris steve the coloring and look i'm just gonna say it it's a knockoff honey crisp honey crisp is good this one they stuck a new name on it and tried to pass it off as a new apple, a new species. Like I said, lab-grown apple. Interesting. LGAs. You know I hate LGAs. LaGuardia Airport? No, lab-grown apple. Garbage. Interesting to note the liquidity in the apple meat. Oh, Jesus. It's the same as any other apple. Take a bite and you can still see the glisten in the light. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice, solid... Water-laden 
Cosmic crisp. That You don't even know what that means. Gun to your head, you can't define what you just said. Interesting to see the growth of the red from top to bottom. Oh, yeah, yeah. Real interesting. Oh, which cool. side... What, are you going to cut it open and count the rings, look at the layers? sun forward and sun adjacent during its growth period. Mm-mm. No, of, the sun moves. The apple the sun moves all across the sky. Call it the apple's birth in its infancy before it ended up here on our table. God, I hate this. I hate that I agreed to this. Steve, as we wrap up episode one, mm-hmm. your final thoughts on the cosmic crisp. Do you really need more from me? Have I not been clear enough? This is a a, a, a tier four apple. Again, maybe mm. a maybe a three seed, mm. but probably a four, possibly a five, depending yeah. on what what else you. I mean, look, your tier one, your seed one is going to be your honey, uh, your your uh, honey crisp, uh, Granny Smith, Golden Delicious. Probably a Red Delicious, even though I'm not a huge fan. I believe that that is a highly overrated apple. But I think that the uh, the wants of the many are going to outweigh the opinions of the few. Uh, I apologize for getting all worked up, but look. I thank you for allowing me to give my opinion. Now, the Shut Cosmic up. Crisp, as we close up, close up shop here on Episode 1, a delightful modern invention. That could possibly revolutionize the Apple industry. Thank you so much for joining us, Apples to Apples. Good day and good morrow. What does that mean? time for the steve and kyle podcast with steve basically we got back to the house i just kind of sat down on the couch and yeah went, okay and i was out so you, you weren't like running down the street you know with a sock over your your johnson <laughs> not that i'm aware of you yet. weren't singing karaoke in the living room but there's no karaoke machine <laughs> to be found singing same sock same johnson and kyle Top tier, the best jokes on the planet. All consist of coming up from behind someone unsuspecting and going, nah! You know, really rousing them. Right. The best jokes in the history of the world. Right, those are jokes. Those are top-notch gags. I mean, Gaps. the only thing better, yeah. that's a step above the whoopee cushion. But those are mm. both premium bits yeah. of comedy. Now, here they are, two guys who are living in style, Steve and Kyle. Big thanks, as always, to our best gal, Melissa Vaughn. Mm. Still need to get a hold of her to just say the number four. (laughs) Big money, though. Yeah, I wonder how much that's going to cost. Melissa Vaughn, since she's skyrocketed to the cosmos of success following her world-renowned work on the Steve and Kyle podcast. Mm -hmm. Don't know if she's quite affordable anymore for us for, again, the number four. (laughs) Uh, Before we get too into this episode, I want to give a big thanks to our friend Timmy, 
showed up at a, a side gig event the other night. Um, talked to him for quite a bit. Also, Tony and Lansing. Talked to him for quite a long time uh, about various things, both side gig and podcast related. Very nice. Both huge fans. Huge fans. They uh, they both said they are bigger fans of this podcast than anything else in life. As it should be. Yeah. And as we know from experience doing this very podcast, when someone tells you that, you can plan on them not listening within the year. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That does happen from time to time. Hey, I get it. There's 52 of these. Mm-hmm. Plus, when I release yeah. Sports Tate, plus if we do a live stream. Yeah. We need to... Uh, nearly impossible to, to make that work. I know we've talked about this a couple of times, but we are just I'm staring down the barrel of being a father of two. Yes, you are. Just three months away or so. Yeah. Uh, so we're getting into the nitty-gritty, the third trimester. We need to, at some point, record that um, evergreen generic right. episode. We don't talk about goings-on in the world. No, no, no. You know, you'll I hear... mean, look, those politicians in Washington are crazy. Yep. How about the gas prices? Uh-huh. Yeah. And can you believe that weather? I know. Wild. And then we cue the music. <laughs> we grab the rake. Yeah. Collect all of our money. Mm-hmm. And we move on to the next one. I'll tell you, I the last week, I don't know what it's been, but it, it's really hitting me like, whoa, there things are about to go bonkers in okay. my life. Let, things are about to change big time. I didn't want to take credit, but I will now that you mentioned it. Okay. Because I brought this to your doorstep was it two weeks ago. Yeah, two or three. Where I, I brought it up on the podcast again and just said, How's the, how are things going? How are, yeah. How's she feeling? And, and admittedly, we got uh, a bit sidetracked by more important items. Knock hockey. Yeah. And your inevitable bachelor pad. Right, right. So as a follow-up to that, for people who are genuinely curious about how things are going, and maybe you discussed this on the radio show, I can't imagine you fitting in there with four narcissistic monkeys and being able to get a word in about your your lovely bride. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. Them gabbing away about the single life. Oh yeah. All they want to do is talk about, you know, how they're all single and dating and then they look at poor Steve in the back drinking his tea <laughs> as they're hammering shots oh, of Jameson whiskey on that a is, that Wednesday is such, morning. It's such a crazy dynamic because for so many years for uh eight years i was the only unmarried one yeah and then i was like hey i'm gonna join the join the gang i'm yeah. gonna get married man i'm not the only married one but the majority mm-hmm. was married uh and then i got married and everyone decided no more. It's, t- it's time to get divorced yeah right right their choice or not obviously yeah. I mean, obviously that's how no, that's I, how i goes. joke i joke yeah. it's, it is funny how that dynamic completely shifted though yeah it, it, um for a long, for for a couple of years, you weren't single, but you and I were the guys going out, mm-hmm. hitting the town. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Because drinking. since I've since I've lived here in Michigan now for uh, thirteen years, almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I moved here in '09. It's twenty-two. Yeah, almost thirteen years. Uh, within a couple of months, it'll be thirteen years. I've been in a relationship for all but eight or nine months. I was gonna say less than a year, right? Yeah, yeah. I think uh, my previous relationship ended sometime over the summer, maybe June, mm-hmm. June, July, somewhere around there. Mm-hmm. And then Annette and I started dating. Actually, Annette and I had our first date 
eight years ago today. Hey, yeah. happy anniversary. Thank you, thank you. Can't be said enough. Wow, what did what did you guys do? This was first date post yeah. her semi drunkenly. I'm not I don't want to put yeah. words or no, alcohol no, no, in her definitely. mouth. Um that she already hadn't at that point. <laughs> right. Um was forced or nudged to the stage not by even, her friends, right? Not even if, Look, we've talked about this so many times on the side gig. Annette and I have talked about it, obviously, amongst ourselves. How how much is that not like the Annette that you know now? Sure, that person. Well, there was there was there was peaks, and I'm glad you brought this up because I think it's time finally time I made an admission to you. Okay. Oh boy, is this something? Do we need like a, a drum roll or something? Because we don't have one. We don't have the tech. I'm pretty sure I booed when you chose a nap. <laughs> okay. All right. You, had a, was, you obviously had a, another yet another favorite. For anybody unfamiliar with this. This was, uh, yeah. The it most, was a dating game blind, st- like, the, like, where you the, couldn't see them. Yeah. The original dating game style yes. show from the 70s was... You have the bachelor on one side of the partition. You have three bachelorettes on the other side. Mm-hmm. Um, I, as the bachelor, ask them questions. Yep. Uh, my cohorts on the radio show also threw in a question here and yeah. there. I believe that they asked me, the bachelorettes asked me questions back. Possibly. Um, I don't but then much, but based yeah. on, so I never saw them until I eliminated them. So I eliminated the first person. She then walks around the curtain. It's like, oh, this is what could have been. Right. Thanks for playing right. the game. She leaves. Same thing with number two. And then number three, or the, the third person who is now the winner, she walks around the curtain. It's Annette. Mm-hmm. We have a picture of that exact moment when she walked around the curtain, mm-hmm. taken by uh, one of my old coworkers who was seated in like the worst possible seats and had the worst possible phone. You yeah, know, that's how... Friends and family and coworkers got tickets to these shows. Yeah, was you got wedged in a back corner by yeah. the by the porta potties. Yeah, yeah, you were you were you were up there pretty far. Um, so, but yeah, it's cool though because I have a picture of the exact moment that we met, which not a huge deal, but ends up you know now we're down the line. We're three months away from having our second child oh, together after yeah. being married for four and a half, almost five years. Man. It's a cool memento to have. Yeah, yeah, your divorce attorney is going to love looking at. I it. know it's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. When uh, the inevitable happens, because everyone gets divorced, right? I mean, surely you have something similar that will be used in your divorce. Oh yeah, she's just going to show pay stubs, mm-hmm. and then I'll be living in a box. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. That or you and I will be sharing a bachelor yeah. pad with air hockey and knock hockey and right. foosball, where a bed should. Be, yeah, right. Because she, uh, Katie, no doubt makes four to five times the amount of money you make. Way more than I make. What are you? And six bucks an hour? Going now? To sc- barely, barely. I'm begging for tips now. But the the thing is, though, the one thing I have learned from uh, everyone I know getting divorced Mm -hmm. is that no matter what, the guy has to pay a lot of money. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I think it's going to work out great for me. Um, So she'll be in her castle. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. I've actually already started. We, you know, we get large boxes every few months with dog food and Mm -hmm. items that we get on delivery. I've actually started keeping those and I've built a mini playhouse for for Reed. But we all know how this ends. Yeah. That's my new living yeah, quarters. Yeah, exactly. You have to keep all that cardboard because yeah. the cardboard's going to act as insulation. Yep. You yep. think she'll even let you live like out in the backyard? 
Well, she or, might get the cardboard in the divorce. <laughs> and then I'm really SOL. Okay. You know, because I'm talking best, uh, bus bench lawyer. All right. At best right. for me, right? Yeah. Yeah. But it is funny because of, I, I, I don't remember the names, but I kind of remember seeing and observing the three women at the dating game mm-hmm. that you had 10 years ago. Nine years ago? What did you, you just told me. It was uh, 20, 2014, so it would have been eight years okay, ago. Okay, eight years ago. And yeah, it was like a year. I think it was um, like this past Thursday or something. Okay. Would have been the eighth anniversary of us nice. meeting. And one woman began as the crowd favorite until she gave a few answers that weren't crowd pleasers. Okay. In terms of uh, where are you going to go on a date? You were going to go buy her an iPhone. <laughs> Round of booze was the biggest memory I have from that event. Yeah. The other woman was the crowd favorite through and through. Her answers seemed to be, you know, punch in the arm, one of the guys type of the answers. Oh, yeah. Which doesn't really would have probably worked on, you know, eight, eight out of ten guys which, who went up there. Yeah, but it did. But for but you, not you're me. like, oh, she, yeah, go to a baseball game yeah, and then yeah. go bowling and then do a cigar bar. Yeah, that was her. I remember her uh And then her finish answers, off with a burp contest. <laughs> yeah, her answers were really geared towards, I'm going out with the guys. Yeah. Yeah, it was like, first we're going to go to the football game. Then we're going to go, yeah, exactly. Pounce nice beers. Nice gal. She seemed uh, she seemed very nice, but it was just, I know me. I know mm-hmm. that that's... Doesn't fit. That would have been fun for the first time. Yeah. And then... But I, then every time you're like, well, now what large yeah. event do we need to attend? Right. I don't want to go to the tailgate. Yeah. I, uh, this, I mean, maybe, but I was, I mean, at that point I was already 33 years old mm-hmm. or so. Mm-hmm. Like, maybe when I was 23, that would have worked. Have I... Have I told you my theory on The Bachelor on this podcast? I believe I may have discussed it. The Bachelor, like the, the, the TV television show. No. program. I feel like The Bachelor at, at its basic premise would work. I think it's fine. I'm not. Per, I'm not somebody saying there's one person for everybody yeah. out in the world. I think no. that's dumb. It's like eight billion people in the world. Yeah. you could. You, you could find easily two. find yep. four to five. Yep. So love my wife. By the way, I well, think absolutely, what, absolutely love her to death. I think there's a lot to be said, though, about being in a, you know, Tulum, and then your dates are helicopter rides to Egypt for a night. Yeah. If The Bachelor were to take my idea okay, and have them go mini golfing, and then the next date is them going to a movie. And it's like slowly, like incrementally getting better. Yeah, like you might do a somewhat large item. Like maybe you do go to a baseball game or a football yeah. game. Or maybe no, a, wine, not, a wine tasting, but you're yeah. not going to like France to yes. to do it. Yeah, and you're not going to be a marshal of a parade in a small town. <laughs> right. Those aren't dates. No. So these no. people, they think they're falling in love when really they're falling in love because they're, you know, being fed dinner in a yeah. private cabana beneath the Eiffel yeah, Tower. Yeah, exactly. They have their own castle for the yeah. night. As, like, as, what is it called? Like the lover suite yeah. or something? As as fireworks blast off for New Year's, New Year's Eve. Like yeah. it doesn't it doesn't track that that's sustainable because right. then they get home and they ship these two idiots off to live together and you know they're loft in, yeah, in Boise. Yeah, they're loft in Boise. And they realize, well, she's got to look for a job because Boy, we live in Boise yeah, now. Life's kind of boring now. Yeah. Hey, maybe they can go out for drinks for uh, you know a friend's so, birthday. And then what is 
is one of them looking at their watch going, when's the helicopter coming? So you're you're saying that the TV show might set expectations mm-hmm. a bit high. Yeah. Bit high. I think more of those couples would be married if they went on regular dates, like regular people. Yeah. In regular settings. Yeah, but nobody wants to watch that. Right, right, because everybody wants the fairy tale. You yeah. don't fall in love with The Bachelor while watching on television by watching him, you know, order a medium steak at the mid-level steakhouse in town. Yeah, exactly. I'm just saying, for, for, realis- for so realistic you want, purposes. You want a you want a realistic dating show yeah. of how lame life is for regular people. Yeah. You know, and, and you and, think people would watch it? Listen, I'm about to unleash a hot one on you. Oh, a real oh. breather okay. of a hot take. I, too, like looking at attractive people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. I think we need to get some algos in there. Is this... Is this a gripe? I mean, I've, I've, I've laid out... The- He's mad! You're, You're about to get an earful. So upset! He's angry. Hey, you! I don't like when... Kyle's gripe of the week! Gripe of the week! Gripe. Thank you so much, Steve. And it's <laughs> it's high time we address the television dating okay. world yeah. for what it is. It's an unrealistic mess setting terrible expectations for normal-looking people who will never know what that looks like Preach, or feels brother. like. Preach, Okay? The most I could ever look forward to is a tourist trap-laden helicopter ride over the Grand Canyon from Las Vegas in my cheap <laughs> hotel room. Okay? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, we're not taking an individual canoe down the world's most famous river in France while sipping on their their most eloquent wine and having somebody serenade me in French. Hey, man, say it. You're saying what everyone is too afraid to say. Get me someone with a BMI of 35, (laughs) dating a dude who's bald. (laughs) All right, and you know what they're doing for their day date, Steve? What are they doing? They're going to go walk through a corn maze, get pissed at each other once they're too far in and they can't get out. And then they're going to go buy some apples on the way out. Okay. They're going to go take a nap. And then you know what? She's going to wake up from that nap watching him watch football. And thinking to herself, that's probably the best I can do. I'm simply asking for a modicum of realism and normal life for these people. They're already attractive. Do we really need to set this bar that, yes, they're private jet setting... To the Scandinavian coast to go hunt yaks in on a cave. No, we don't need that. They don't need that. For God's sake, save the marriage rate. Save Steve's marriage. Hmm. I, I guess I didn't know mine was in danger. I mean, the writing's on the wall. I think that this originally started with you just simply asking what our first date was. Yeah, you know, the... Road is a long and winding one, so here we are. Well, we didn't, uh, for our first date, we did not go to the Scandinavian Alps or go elk hunting. You did not go hunt yaks in a cave. No, no, no. In the Scandinavian coast. What did you do? Well, we had plans, which ended up not working, so we had to go to our secondary plans. Originally, we had planned to go to a, a brewery over by my old house, 
that has notoriously excellent pizza. Okay. And I believe that they had a trivia night that night. Mm-hmm. So we were just going to hang out, have a couple drinks, have it's some built pizza. in. It's built in. Yeah. Have a, have a couple drinks, do some trivia, have some laughs. I got there or I, I think I called there that day and it was like After the corner table. No, I think that Did you drop your name. I forget what I, I forget if I stopped in there or if I called there, but they were like, yeah, we can't get you a table for like two hours or something. Mm-hmm. Like they were really, really busy for whatever reason. So we had a backup plan, which is actually the sweatshirt that I am wearing That's right. right now. And we went there. That was where our first date was. We had a blast. I remember it being really weird because, uh, I met my wife there, obviously her name, Annette, Mm -hmm. while I was there sitting like right across from us was the only other Annette that I do know in my life. Oh, no kidding. So she walked by and we were, it was like, Hey, how are you? So I was like, Hey, Annette, this is Annette. And I, in my mind, freaking out thinking, I think I forgot my date's name and I'm assigning it based on my other friend who's yeah. here that has the same name. So then you're frantically pointing like, no, no, this is Annette. Yeah. You're Annette. And I'm just right? waiting. I'm waiting for that moment for my date to say like, that's not my, my name is, you know, Claudia, but luckily got it all right. But she later admitted that she was very confused at that moment too. Okay. And thought like, did he not know his other friend's name? Right. And, yeah. Just made the, the ridiculous error. Yeah. And it was uh, by far the best first date I've ever been on. Very nice. We had a a blast. We sat there for easily two hours. Um, Conversation never stopped. We had, it was like, there was none of that awkward, like, so, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, looking at the watch. Right. Did you have a, did you have a list in the back of your mind though? Like if you've sensed a lull, things go to ask and bring up. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's key The go to like, Oh, where'd you grow up and stuff like that. But I mean, like, what do you think on abortion? Yeah. Yeah. That that's usually, that's usually my go to. Yeah. And then you're like, Hey, gun control. Am I right? (laughs) And if those fail, how about those gas prices? Yeah. Yeah. So you're into the sports. You see the game. You watched the big one last weekend. Yeah. Hoops. Right. Break down the minutia and then really, really get into it. Yeah, because it would have been during um, March Madness. So you know, I mean, my my input on those on those things is pretty pretty good. Well, you're lucky. It seems like you didn't need my help, but you you know, you had it wrapped up there. Yeah. with the yeah. questions that I would have asked. Yep. So and then we um so that was a it was about as perfect of a first date as I think there ever could have been. Mm-hmm. And then we went out like three or four more times that week. Oh, really? Yeah. It Man, was, it was pretty a... quick. It was pretty quick when we like, I think we both kind of realized like, all right, there's a little, yeah, a little something here. I both realized too, you know, 30. And... Yeah, exactly. I, like this, look, Esther, get off the pot. Am I right? Yeah, you exactly. Know? Don't know. You know, what more do you need? Right. I mean, my, does my, she uh, plan on strangling you? Doesn't <laughs> seem like it. My right. local celebrity status is only going to get me so far. Right, right, right. And it, you know, maybe if you sense a little waning interest, you do the old, to the wait staff. Yeah. Because hey. obviously they're going to recognize you. Toots. Again, everybody knows and recognizes out and about the fourth banana on the monkey cast. <laughs> uh-huh. I believe I bumped you up a chair. I think last week I referred to you as fifth banana. Yeah, that's um, all right. I mean, it's constantly, it's a very fluid situation. Constantly moving. Chairs rotate. 
Yeah. Things move. Look, it's, did I have the good fart joke this week? Right. I'm number four. Right. Did you have the good dick story? You know? I, I could be up to number two. Did yours leave uh, the crew just staring at you, having to pick up the pieces right. of a demolished segment? Right. I mean, Back I would love to. five. To, yeah. Sometimes make it all the way up to number one. But then, since you say number one, then there's a pee joke. Right. And then you're back down because someone just made the awesome pee joke. It's just a, look, it's a it's a constantly evolving I, thing. Sounds like a hostile work environment to me. But listen, I'm glad you're able to make it out of there with a wife in tow. Yeah. With a wife, by a playing kid, anywhere between almost a second. First and fifth banana yeah. on the monkey cast. And we're almost two kids in. Yeah. it's um, uh, It's hitting me, though. I think it's really hitting me. I bet, and everything's still going good. Everything, we, we, everything's we actually, great. We saw you guys last night. I know we don't uh, we don't break bread weekly or, mm-hmm. or monthly, but we do like to get together when we can. Yeah, and yeah. It was a, that was a nice. Like she was doing doing well. It was a very nice surprise getting the text yesterday saying, "Hey, we're grabbing a drink at a at a place, a local place that has yeah. some igloos set up." And yeah, well, the first four bananas couldn't make it, so right. Yeah. So so you asked all of them first. No, not them. Oh. My first four oh, bananas. Oh, your first four bananas. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'd be surprised if you invited uh, my bananas. Yeah. No. Oh, God, no. Couldn't pay me to text them now. <laughs> I might have to pay to text them. Is that what you guys do over there? Yep. Yeah, 10 bucks a text. I ain't paying to listen to no radio show. You used to love those emails and, and angry people uh-huh. when we're not charging you to listen to the radio yeah. show. We're charging you to listen to it. On demand yeah. whenever you want. Yeah. Also, it's okay. Don't, you don't need to. That's totally fine. <laughs> Not begging you. No. Giving you the option. Oh, Just yeah. a very weird reaction. <laughs> always. Always. But and, yeah, she looked and like it would, she was... it would just It just pisses people off more when oh, you yeah. just say, okay. Yeah, because they, they in turn want you to turn around and say, well, how about I give it to yeah. you for free anyway? This is the... Mad. Yeah. The, we got a lot of the um, the customer is always right people yeah that's that's not true that is not true very incorrect at all yeah and, no uh, way no we do not subscribe to that philosophy so when you get enough of them you can isolate a bunch that's what we do here yeah we really make sure we alienate and then eventually kick out by force yeah the handful we don't want yeah exactly us. so Look, we know um, what we're doing we know exactly what we're doing here but it's hitting you i mean mm-hmm. it's got to be hitting a net to the point because I, I don't i don't know if this is an open secret and if it is we can cut it out here right um you guys have talked to you only have you only want or desire two children yeah okay. yeah that's okay. that's always um always been the plan i think uh we've kind of i've always been pretty stuck on two mm-hmm. i know for a while like at the beginning like when we first first started dating or you know maybe when we got married yeah like, the idea of three was tossed around but I think we're both uh, we're both pretty happy with two, but every now and then she'll say something like she'll see a picture of Evelyn when she was, mm-hmm. you know, two months old and just tiny and making those adorable baby noises that you completely forget mm-hmm. existed, and she'll say something like, oh, "Maybe maybe I'll do three. What do, what do you think? What do you think about three? Yeah, but talk uh, to her like July fifth. Yeah, you know, two weeks into yeah. number two. Yeah, then I number think two, not to be confused it. with poop. <laughs> <laughs> Fart joke. <laughs> um, and I, th- I wonder if she'll come back down to yeah. the idea of two. I, yeah, I think it's. It, I mean, like with anything. I, sure, I won't completely rule it out, but I think with anything else in life, it's just going to be the. Let's just see how this goes. Yeah. 
See but how it goes. Because with Evelyn, we've been very lucky. She's been just a pretty carefree, yeah. easy child to raise so far. Uh, so far, I know. Right, that, right. That, As she approaches three. Yeah, could all change at any moment. I, You know, you're in a good spot, though, too, or in, in, a, in a unique spot, because you guys are playing 1950s house where mm-hmm. Big Bacon. Big Papa there. Bacon, yeah. So you're going to start coming Papa, home at like Papa 6 Benjamin's. o'clock and take the top hat off and yeah, my fedora. spin it towards the hat rack. Yep. Uh, take off your long coat. Yeah. Again, it's June. And <laughs> Be pissed if she's not meeting me at the door with my okay. scotch. You're now going to start carrying newspaper. a briefcase. Yeah. So, yeah, you're you're expecting a drink, a newspaper, and a cigar mm-hmm. as you walk in and the door. And just nothing but quiet time. Yep. And then, yeah, Evelyn knows... To leave, leave Big Bacon Daddy. <laughs> because calling you Big Bacon Steve would just be rude. Yeah, Big Bacon Daddy. Big Bacon Daddy alone for the first hour and to definitely not wake him up from his yeah, nap. The first thing you can say to me is, good night, Daddy. And then you go to back to work the next day. Because well, I'm holding the paper up in front of my That's face. Right. And then I do that thing where I kind of fold it down. Yeah, fold it down. Yeah. Flip it back up. And then you go to work the next day and tell everybody how, how hard parenting is. Yeah. And how they don't understand. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty much how I see it going. That's good. I mean, are you nervous yet? Are you, uh, or again? Uh, are you, or is that still a, a little bit ways away because you're three yeah. months out yet? No, I think it's just anxious. It's uh, I'm not nearly as bad. Like, I'm sure that you remember before Reed was born, just like, awful. Every single thing that happens, you think, how is this going to affect my child? Um, Not that as much, because back then it was a lot of prepping. Oh, we need to get this. We need to get this. You're getting rooms ready and items and clothing. Yeah. yeah. Now, at this point, like, I don't know, half the stuff that Evelyn wore when she was a baby was hand-me-downs from our nephew. So we already have all of the stuff that we need. We don't need to go out and get the next latest and greatest gizmo that is guaranteed to make a sure. baby happy or not cry, or we don't need the new bed or bumbo or yep. binky or bouncy or whatever. You've got the leftover stuff. Got it You've all. Got, yeah. Yeah. You don't need yep. as much. Now it's just wait, wait around. Yeah. We're just waiting for, we had uh, painted the two downstairs bedrooms mm-hmm. because Evelyn's going to be moving into one of them. And we figured since we were doing that one, may as well do the, uh, the one across yeah. the hall too. Cause that's like the, the guest room. Sure. So, um, just waiting for carpet to get installed so we can move the furniture back in. That that won't be happening for about two weeks, though. So we're mm. in this weird, like, this limbo phase where I want to do all this stuff, but I can't really do it. Because I'm yeah. not going to move furniture back in just to then take it back move out. it back out yeah. Yeah. and have to move it back in. Well, that, I mean, so. this, up this you know, these projects being done and, and being done for you leads me to the question that we I don't have time to get to today. So I want to next week ask you. If there's an update on what I think is the only big project in your life, then the Comanche. Oh, I don't know. I don't even want you to tease okay. because right. I don't want to then because once you tease it, you're going to snowball have a starts and I start of, questioning. Yeah. And so I don't know anything about what's going on. Yeah. Uh, I, I haven't asked you in a while. I like to give the audience and me a bit of an update every now and again on the on the Comanche project. Mm hmm. As child number two approaches. Look, tomorrow's hashtag Manchi Monday. Yep. Maybe, maybe, maybe if you're following me, mm-hmm. you'll see an update on that. 
You see, I'm just going to pull up. The oh, last. no, 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 no. You don't need to do that. Second. You don't need to do that at all. Chance Jeeps. Yeah. Um, no, no. Are we in, we're in the second full year, third full year uh, of you owning the Comanche? Bought it in 2020. Okay. So you're in the second full year yeah. um, of having the Comanche. And it looks mm-hmm. like, yeah, you updated uh, four weeks ago. That's not that bad, and Listen. that's not even about the Comanche. Oh, you're in a tough. You're you're in a spot. You're a parent. You're working. Yeah. You're doing all these things. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure the time will free up here come June, July. You'll have more yeah. of it to go around. So next week, pen mm-hmm. pen that in for the a bit, <laughs> Steve. I need an update on how things are going. Okay, with you and the Comanche. Hey, no problem. Uh, we have some things we need to get to. I'm going to list them off to you to see if we need to cut any of them as okay. we talk time here. Uh, we need to get to Steve's one-minute Marvel movie reviews. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I watched uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. For four weeks now, I've bumped a net on her thoughts on oh, Phase yeah. 1 and the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I, I think I should do my review first, sure. and then we get then we bring right. a net in. We also have polls from about three weeks okay. to get to. All right. And we also have results for round one, the throaty two. Oh, of yeah. 2022 poll badness. Why don't we get to... Uh, let's do some of those poll recaps first. Perfect. We'll get to them, and then we'll get to the Marvel movie review. We'll bring Annette in and uh, close out with some of the, uh, the the updates from the polls. Time to see how wrong everyone else is. It's poll recap time. Find the polls at Stephen Kyle on Twitter. Right, we none today yet so far, so that's a nice little. Oh, that's respite. a surprise. I have usually we're like we're like six deep at uh, this point. Yeah, some weeks I, some weeks we're just not very funny. Yeah, you know. Sometimes look, sometimes the conversation is just too in depth. And if I remember, I believe we are three or four weeks behind. Uh, let me go back and ask if these uh, results sound familiar to they you. Won't, I, if even I, they, there's no chance that they will sound familiar. If these are repeats, I do apologize. Mm-hmm. If you win the lottery, do you have your butler drive past your workplace so you can heave a box of belongings out the window? Absolutely. Anyone who says 71% no. of the audience said yes. Okay. Is your butler your driver? I mean, I guess if you're barely rich. Right. If you're fake rich. Like if you're looking to save a couple yeah. bucks. 76% of the audience said no. Hmm. Makes sense. If you're rich, rich, you get you have two separate. Yeah. Is air hockey a tier one bachelor pad amenity? 64% of the audience said yes. Is knock hockey culturally insensitive? <laughs> oh, no. 56% of the audience oh, no. said yes. Said no, no, I'm sorry. Okay. All right, good, 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 good. Is a pool table or air hockey more intriguing than the bachelor pad? 58% of the audience said pool table. Is knock hockey due to suffer the same fate as lawn darts? 80% of the audience said yes. If Steve spends one second building a knock hockey table this weekend, this week, is he single by the weekend? 87% of the audience said yes. Yep. Yeah. Is there anything more refreshing than a July chili? <laughs> 55% of the audience said no. And you got to say it like that, too. Yeah. July chili. Has a garage sale ever been worth it? No. 55% of the audience said no. Is mommy, mommy worse <laughs> than every cat call ever? 83% of the audience said yes. 
I scroll here to get to our next week of polls. Pat, you know, someone with their Christmas lights up, you bunch of dirtbags. <laughs> Did Kyle's ounce of shaming make Steve take down his Christmas lights? 59% of the audience said yes. It's in the back of my head. Is spring the worst? 57% of the audience said no. You're wrong. Spring is the worst. I'd rather have winter than spring. If you find an exercise bike hidden in your backyard from your previous owners, were they garbage people? Oh, yeah. 90% of the audience said yes. Yeah. Is closing on a home but allowing the people to still live there the weirdest thing about real estate? Yeah. 77% of the audience said yes. Does Steve actually want a dream home? 63% of the audience said no. Really? I mean, what would you do? Nothing. Exactly. It'd be great. Yeah, you'd find something. You'd go punch a wall on accident. I would. I mean, I'd decide that I had to yeah. run electrical up the chimney or something. Do you get upset at weirdness by your neighbors? 58% of the audience said yes. So yes. I'm glad to have you on board. If you're getting a sauna, do you want the OG? Sixty-nine percent of the audience said yes. Sixty-nine, right? Hey. Yeah, hey. Can you give your pastor or reverend a timeout signal? <laughs> I do not remember. Hey, Padre, that. I don't remember that. <laughs> Let's put the brakes on this. But 70 percent of the audience said okay. yes. Should Steve or Kyle become a hot tub guy? Mm. I had a look. I had a hell of an offer from a friend of the show, Leanne, who yeah. we spoke to last week or two weeks ago, maybe. Uh, she offered to send the hot tub to our P.O. box. Just a little slip of paper saying yeah. we got a package that didn't yeah. fit. Didn't quite fit. 76% of the audience said yes. I have a feeling that was heavily influenced by Leanne. Thor, dumber than a box of rocks but a big old slice of man meat? 81% of the audience said yes. Okay. Up to last week now, finally, Steve. If you need a tarp, do you need a glove? In most cases, I think so. 61% of the audience agrees. Says yes. If you're on Martha's Vineyard, do you have to have a backup bow tie? <laughs> 77% of the audience said yes. Should you mix Jaeger and Sprite? Oh, no, no, The no. deadly combination that did Steve, Steve in uh, one week ago yesterday. Oh, boy. That was bad. Tony in Lansing, by the way, DM'd me on Instagram mm-hmm. after I saw him on Friday night. He stayed out much later, and he sent me a picture of him doing a shot of Jaeger, and he said it was, like, in my honor or something. What a mongrel. I just replied. I was like, what have you done yeah. to yourself? Make you gag from a phone. No. Well, 70, 69% of hey, the audience said no. Sex. Is there anything better than unexpected breakfast? No. 73% of the audience said no. Nothing I'm at sure all. Sure, and Evelyn would have agreed. Does the whoopee cushion lead off fart hour, or does it belong in dick hour so nobody sees it coming? I could go either way on this one. A nail biter. Really? 53% of the audience says leave it in fart hour. Those are your polls. Oh, those are beautiful. Uh, man, no polls this week. That's crazy. Although we, yeah. we still got we still got a little time left, yes, so we yes, could yes. could get to it. Uh, should we get to my one minute movie review? Yeah, let's do it, Steve. It is time as we move our way through the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah, what did I watch last night? I watched 2014's. That's right, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. This was, uh, yeah, this my this, this one was very highly reviewed, highly rated, right? Yes, this one. Yeah, this one, one that, was. 
met with skepticism because Marvel characters, a lot of them are known. A lot of, I mean, most people would know Spider-Man without the Spider-Man movies or be mm-hmm. aware of him. Same with Superman, etc. Uh, not many people, even comic book based, are familiar with the Guardians of the Galaxy. A lot of history, but not mm. not as much as a lot of those main characters. So James Gunn took the reins on this one, Steve, and I am excited to hear your thoughts on the okay. space heavy. 2014's Guardians of the Galaxy. All right, Peter's mom dies. He's pretty sad. He runs outside to cry. He gets abducted by aliens. Chris Pratt, who is playing Peter, uh, he stole an orb or something and passed it off uh, and, and pissed off a blue guy. So he gets a bounty on his head. Then a raccoon and a tree are chasing him. Uh, a, a green chick tries to steal the orb unsuccessfully. Then they all get arrested, sent to prison. But now they're going to team up because they want to bust out of prison. There is so much space the orb has an infinity stone in it. I guess that's really powerful or something. Some collector guy wants to buy the orb, but the slave chick who looks like Meadow Soprano grabs it and then everything blows up. Ronan gets the stone. He's a bad guy, by the way. Uh, Drax, he wants to fight the dude who killed his family. So he's like, he's out for blood. Uh, Gamora's sister tries to kill her, but Peter, or Star-Lord, saves her. Yeah, nice nickname to give to yourself, Chris Pratt, you idiot. What are you doing? I thought I had it. Back in. Here we go. Uh, Now they need to get the stone back from Ronan. How? Well, with a prepping for battle montage, of course. Boy, this is exciting. Lots of fighting, lots of explosions, lots of space. They get the stone back. Groot grows really big. He's a tree, by the way. He grows really big, makes himself into like a bubble around everybody to keep them safe. The ship crashes. Groot is now a dead tree. Everyone is sad. The blue dude wants the stone, but Peter switches it out and gives him a fake. Peter finally opens the package from his mom from like 30 years ago. She gave him a mixtape. Pretty lame. And that was Guardians of the Galaxy. Wow. As usual, I mean, not much you missed. Uh, you really hammered it home there. Yeah. Star-Lord, the tree, the raccoon. Jim, yeah. don't call him a raccoon. He, he's very offended when you call Was him a raccoon. Was it Rocky, right? Rocket. Rocket. Rocky's pretty close. Rocky, oh, Rocky Raccoon, that's a Beatles song. A little bit different. People love this one. So it's the mix of the, the, the humor, the action, uh, the direction, James Gunn. This really launched James Gunn into directorial superstar. Mm-hmm. People love the way he plays music into his movies. This, yeah. The soundtrack for Guardians of the Galaxy was a gigantic chart topper back in 2014. Well, it was a lot of, uh, old songs. A lot of 70s and 80s yes. hits. Yes, which is because that's the only thing that Peter has to remember his mother by mm-hmm. who passed away on Earth. Um I'm, I'm, I've been very curious. This is the one I've been waiting for, Steve. Okay. I've been more curious than I can, than I care to discuss about your thoughts and your final review on 2014's Guardians of the Galaxy. The best part about this movie mm-hmm. was the music. Oh, no. Seriously? People liked this? Oh, no. It was the elements of humor were funny. Mm-hmm. 
But I couldn't have been less interested in the space parts. And I, that seems to be the recurring theme throughout all of my reviews. Man. I don't like space. This one hurts. Yeah. This launched Chris Pratt into male hunkdom. Chris Pratt? I mean, deservedly so. You look at Parks and Rec, Chris Pratt. Mm-hmm. He's definitely looking a little bit better in Guardians of the Galaxy. I, I I'm not surprised. I had high hopes that though you would you would have watched this and then left it going, hey, not a space fan or of you know of the sci-fi parts of these movies, but boy were these characters lovable. Boy were they mm-hmm. unique and fun. The way Rocket and Groot played off each other and I did. I liked some of the interactions. I don't like a talking raccoon at all. Not a fan of that. Um, Drax, I thought was cool because there was kind of an evolution of him throughout the movie. He starts off as just super, super mean dude hates everything. But by the end, he, you can tell he's developed some kind of feelings and, you know, kindred spirits, familial relations with the rest of the crew. Mm -hmm. But overall, not a fan. Not a fan. It, you have really thrown the Marvel Universe for loops with your not hatred of Thor the Dark World. <laughs> Agree, you're pretty much in agreement with everybody on the Incredible Hulk as you uh, rated Dismal Garbage. Mm-hmm. You're into the real meat and potatoes of the Marvel Universe now. It's going to really start ramping up. The, you're introducing more characters but now you're coming back for the second and third helpings of mm-hmm. Captain America. But then you introduce Doctor Strange. And then you're coming back to the Guardians of the Galaxy after Spider-Man's been introduced. Okay. And then another outing with Thor. So there's a long way to go. You're you're in it now. Mm-hmm. As you are, I'm sorry, this was your 10th outing. 10th, yeah. I can't believe I've watched 10 movies this calendar year. I already. know, right? I mean, at home. but you know. Yeah. But I mean, it is Sunday, March 20th, 2022, the year of our Lord, the Stephen Kyle podcast. Ten movies in. That's the most movies I've ever watched in a short span of time like this, by far. So the Guardians of the Galaxy this week, again, this was hot on the heels of your review last week of Captain America, the Winter Soldier. You know, it's funny. Most of the time I have a little note with my review on it, but this week I didn't. Give me a minute. Pause. I enjoyed the action, but I am not a fan of Bucky. Although, do I do have a glimmer of hope because in one of the post-credits scene... Bucky goes to the museum and I kind of saw a glimmer in his eye that he's trying to remember who he really is. Yeah. yeah. You really tightened that up this week. Yeah. So I thank you for that as it was able to fit <laughs> in one cell on the uh, spreadsheet. So I, it's weird when I'm watching these movies, if they're like, I, I go on this emotional roller coaster, which I guess is that speaks very highly to right. the movie. That's the point. But it, when they're it, when it's heavy space stuff, and like really heavy aliens and like blue people and green people and stuff that I'm not like, I, I don't know. I just feel myself. I, I have, I feel this weight on me sure. of like, this is difficult to watch. But as soon as like, as soon as the sun comes out or they're, you know, in a, in a happier place or they're in a, in a, like a brighter place, I like it more. Okay. Boy, you are going to hate the DC movies when we, when we, tackle that later this year because whew, not an ounce of light among them 
Um, but those are all based on Earth, right? Hmm. Sure. Atlantis, underwater, Aquaman, Earth. Sure. Oh. Yeah. I didn't know. I, I had no idea. Yeah, Aquaman um, is Earth. I'm just underwater in a you know kingdom, but... Underwater, I still think is going to be better than space. I mean, Superman. Uh, you're talking aliens, but it's on Earth. So you're right. You're, you're correct there. Batman versus Superman. That's it's on Earth. Uh, Justice League. Earth mixed. Space. Wonder Woman. Um, Earth, even though a lot of it's a different uh, hidden country. The hmm. country. Yeah, yeah well, you know what? We'll get there. Very dark. Very dark. So we are doing all of those two? Well, this is your idea. So you wanted, wanted to do... The DC movies after this. Yeah. I think I might have to take a little bit of time off. Okay. Well, listen, we have weeks to go. Weeks to go. I'm going to have to double up or else this baby's going to be here before. There's no way you're beating the baby. Because these are, we, I still have I, what, like if 18 I have more? You, yeah, I only have our chart out to uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, which is, that's May 31st, on, on the May 31st episode of okay, this. and then there's still like, what, six movies after yeah, that? Yeah, you have quite a bit still after that. All right, might have to start doubling up. Uh, or, you know, babies aren't that hard. Yeah, you're fine. They are pretty, yeah, pretty pretty simple. It'll be nice, you know, you can spend some of your free time with your wife, which is going to be even more limited than it is now, and say, hey, hun, do you want to sit down with me and watch... The new Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she can say, I'm going to bed. <laughs> See you tomorrow. Yeah. yeah, so Ant-Man and the Wasp will leave there. That's May 31st. So the end of June will bring us to Black Widow, which is 2021. Okay. Uh, 2021 release. Oh, boy. But then we're still, I mean, I'm, that Black Widow, there's one, two, three, four. You have five movies after Black Widow. And that, and that came out in 2021? Yes. You'll have Shang-Chi <laughs> and the Legend of the Ten Rings, The Eternals, Spider-Man No Way Home, Doctor Strange 2, Thor Love and Thunder, which Wait, comes Spider-Man. out in theaters. Oh, yeah. How does that... <laughs> Steve, you have so much to learn. <laughs> That's not the same universe. You stupid, stupid, stupid idiot. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. There's a Spider-Man movie in the Marvel... One? Three. I thought that he was a, he was another guy. Wasn't he DC? You, you goddamn simpleton. Seriously, my mind is blown right now. Wasn't, isn't he DC? You're thinking Batman. So Spider-Man is only. Spider-Man's Marvel. Spider-Man's Marvel. A tentpole of the Marvel universe. And he hasn't been in any of the movies up until there like were, the 25th? There were a lot of rights issues. Because, so what about Sony like the, is owned the what about like the rights. Tobey Maguire Spider-Man? Sony. So that's not a Marvel. <laughs> you stupid, stupid piece of garbage. I can't believe you're sitting here with your dumb face <laughs> and your dumber mouth and talking to me about the Tony. <laughs> Just so stupid. But anyway, yeah, those are coming up. Huh. I'm so, so does, excited. So is there a movie where like Iron Man and Spider-Man are hanging out? I'll say this. If you don't like the Spider-Man's inclusion and the, the especially the standalone movies in this in the Marvel universe, this podcast is over. Hmm. Well, seeing as how I seem to like all the ones everyone right. else hates right. 
and hate all the ones everyone else likes. And Spider-Man is a different character in general. I mean, you're looking, you know, he's not a super serum soldier from World War II frozen in ice. He's not a billionaire with a heart injury that he needs an orb in his chest. Look, he's a teenage kid who is, you know, trying to hide his identity. And he's got radioactive blood. That's right. Right. Does whatever a spider can. Mm hmm. Yeah. As we, oh, ho, 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 we have a family affair. Uh-huh. Yeah, we we decided that after ten movies, right. we were going to bring my lovely wife, Annette, in. That's right. Uh, you, I think you have a couple of questions for her. Yeah, I do. I have right. um, just general ideas because the when you started watching these, you said she was kind of absorbing some of them by osmosis. So maybe not not carving the time out like you were. But kind of seeing it as they played. Right. For her, it's been much more um, background noise. I can relate. As she was working um, in Cricket Corner. Sure. I can uh, relate. I mean, I do this with Katie when she used to watch The Bachelorette, Bachelor and Bachelorette, Love is Blind on Netflix, all of these things. So, Annette, your husband has some, (laughs) some real interesting takes. On the first half of the Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. Have you found yourself, my first question, have you found yourself enjoying them even by proxy, not focusing, not paying attention? You in, intrigued? No. In general, no. What? Yeah, no. You haven't found yourself like, I'll stop, you know, making this design for, you know, you know, Billy in South Dakota to send off to him. And I need to see the last 20 minutes of Iron Man 2. Uh, the Iron Man... I forget which one, honestly, but one of them was okay. And I, I think I'd seen it before. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, I liked the act. I like Gwyneth Paltrow. Um, oh, so you were, okay. You were there for Goop. You weren't there for, for Robert Downey, the resurgence. Right, right. So, yeah, that one was okay. Most of the other ones, not so much. Last night, I came down halfway through whatever that was. Oh, Guardians of the Galaxy. That, that was something. <laughs> Let, I, I need... The internet for years has told me, and I'm not the correct judge on this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did you observe any of the Thor movies that he is that Steve has yes. watched? Okay, so uh, the first one mostly, I think. Okay, so there was a lot of his brother, the villain, yeah. Loki. Yeah, is Loki a sex symbol? <laughs> no, women love him. Like it's it's insane. I I need to know. I I I thought maybe I was the only one. Oh. I'm sure he's a nice man. I don't. I, I'm well, not no, calling him ugly. Movies, he's not nice. Well, he's terrible. Tom Hiddleston and as I a man. I will call him very not attractive. Really? He's got like greasy, stringy black hair and like pale skin. That and... was my thought. Okay, yeah. I, I and I don't understand it, but people have fallen in love with Tom Hiddleston hmm. since he was started playing. I mean, that's what made him really famous was being hmm. in the. Marvel Universe. Any other takeaways? Are you? Did you tune into Captain America and fall asleep and say I don't need to see anything more of him, or were you like, "Whoa, Chris Evans, how about him?" Oh, no, I he's nice to look at. He's not yeah. my favorite, really, but he's, oh, he's okay. I'm glad you opened that door. Oh, we got Robert Downey Jr. No, we got Chris Hemsworth. We've got uh, Tom Hiddleston. We've got Chris Evans, and now Chris Pratt. Yeah. In Guardians of the Galaxy, who's the biggest hunk of man meat in the Marvel Universe? Well, I like Chris Pratt from Parks and Rec. Right, but Chris Pratt in Parks and Rec wasn't the looker, right? He was chunky guy, silly, goofy hair, like known as being an idiot, right? Sure. 
he wasn't attractive when they show him in Guardians of the Galaxy. I he takes saw... his shirt off, I believe, and now, hey, magical apps. I must have missed that. All I saw was a talking raccoon and some other weird things. I don't know. It, yeah, I don't know. I missed a, I missed a bunch of it, and yeah. So you haven't found yourself trying to carve a little bit of time out when you know Steve's going to be watching some of these to say, maybe I'll sit and watch them with you. No, I mostly avoid it, I think. Really? Yeah. And it, uh, honestly, it has kind of ruined weekends for me, so I'm kind of upset with you guys. Well, it was listen, this was his idea. He's been badgering me for the better part of a year saying, I want to watch these because I want to know what everybody knows and talks about. Right. And even weeks ago, he told me he was going to start watching them during the week. I wish that would happen. And I think because he did it once. We have no, like, we have no us time. And these movies are killing us. That's what we were. I was just talking about as I was making a joke before you came down about him as your together time will become even more limited Uh upon baby number two. I can't wait for him to pitch to you. Hey, hun, want to sit downstairs and watch Ant-Man and the Wasp? No. (laughs) So it sounds like the midweek viewings may have to come uh, back into the limelight here, Steve. I don't Starting think they, this week. They were That's never right. in the limelight. It's always been weekends. He's so watched last... one during the week, I believe. Yeah. One. I texted him and then he said... Well, I think we watched one together during... Like, we started something. Because I remember Rusty was painting and we were sitting down to watch Oh, boy. Watch one of these in front of Rusty. He prepare seems to for like a, him. Prepare for a diatribe. Okay. Love that guy to death. Yeah. Um, no other takeaways. Nothing that's intrigued you that you'd be like, Hey, I'd like to see... I didn't hate that. I'd watch the next movie of so-and-so or if, if a character was included. No, I keep asking Steve, is this one supposed to be good? And he's like, I don't mm. think so. Mm. So I, I keep avoiding it. Again, Honestly, these are trillions of dollars these movies have made. <laughs> and we, I, I'm talking to the two people yeah. who are like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> At least I've seen them now, though. Yeah, right. You're getting on board. Yeah. <laughs> You're getting on board. Well, okay. I appreciate your time. Yep. I'm a little bit disappointed. I thought maybe they'd hooked you. Nope. I thought there was something maybe you were watching, you know, Thor come down with his hammer off the, you know, as Steve called it, the Rainbow Road. Yeah. And uh, you're like, whoa, how cool is that guy? No, nope, not it, for me. But you remain, as you described, bored and wondering if these are supposed to be good. Bored and annoyed, yeah. Bored and annoyed. We're going to find it. Okay. We're going to find that cross section, Steve. To where it's going to be this pop culture thing, and you guys are going to enjoy it just like the rest of the world. <sighs> You're kind of running counterculture to it, you know. I know, and I but I've talked about it many times. I don't want to be devil's advocate guy. I don't want to be the contrarian who's sure. like everyone likes it, but not me. I hate it. And in fairness, just, you haven't hated hardly any of these. The Incredible Hulk, which the world seems Hulk. to dislike. And yeah, it wasn't, wasn't great. Now I, the Guardians of the Galaxy you didn't like. And even with The Incredible Hulk, um, it's not even because, like, because obviously there was a character change, because I liked yeah. the character. Uh, I just didn't think that it was a very good okay. movie. Hmm. Um, yeah. Wow. So... I hope that uh, I hope people are are on board with my reviews here. I hope that I'm not uh, like pissing off everybody. I guess it's just the one thing I'm realizing is sci-fi, and I, I've fans. always kind of known this that sci-fi is just not my thing. But earth-based sci-fi, so like a science-based earth earth-based earth-based because I look at something like Iron Man, which I've really enjoyed, mm-hmm. versus something like Guardians of the Galaxy, which 
haven't uh, didn't enjoy that much. Um, with uh, with with the Iron Man stuff, it's like it's a regular guy, but he's like there's it's techy and sciency. Yeah, you're so you're on the doorstep of more sciency Earth based with Ant Man in two weeks. Okay, uh, is that Paul week, Rudd? That is Paul Rudd. All right, I like uh, Paul Rudd, the evergreen, always young, always handsome. Paul Rudd enters your universe in two weeks as the titular Ant Man. Next week, though, 2015. You mean tomorrow? I'll text you tomorrow. I'm going to knock this out tomorrow. Next week on this podcast, Steve, you're going to be reviewing the second entry where they all come together. Avengers. Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron. Did I like the original? What did I say about the Avengers? I'm glad you asked. I have it pulled up for us. Uh, Heavy nose breath. Loki ruins everything. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Because that that was when we first... No, that's not when we first met, because we first met Loki in Thor. In Thor, yes, yeah. yes, yes. He was the main villain in the Avengers. Okay. All right. That's coming up next week. I'd be curious if anybody out there has been following along to the best of their ability, mm-hmm. maybe on their very first viewing, which I doubt it, you seem to be kind of a rare breed in that regard, <laughs> yeah. or their rewatch. I'd be curious to hear how that's going for people as they follow along, mm-hmm. and if they're shouting at their radios or their phones as they listen to Steve review these Calling people uh, raccoons and poverty hulks. Well, he, well, he and, is a raccoon. I mean, he's raccoon based, Steve, and it's a big. I mean, come on. I mean, don't stop offending Rocket. Rocket. Voiced by my main man, Bradley Cooper. Uh, fine effort there. Was he really? Yes. Was Bradley Cooper. And Groot? That's Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, I remember reading something last week where it broke down like how much money he made. Yes. He made like. Like trillions of dollars, and all he said was, I am Groot, and then yeah. one time, we are Groot. Yeah, and then in different, yeah, it's uh, quite a gig if you can get it. Yeah. Um, we are well past what we like to wrap this up at, Steve, but we don't have a choice. No, actually, week. we're not because the oh, that's our, right. our that's time, right. timer's, yeah, our timer's a little bit off, off. today. Um, I think it's off by about 12 minutes uh, or so. But apologies to Robert if we just apologies lost you. Apologies to Robert. So sorry. We have to recap so, so and sorry. look ahead. 2022 poll badness. Hmm. Yeah. Let's get it. Mm. One stands are too long. I think. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we got hit with a copyright thing last week because of this. What? If you want to be the yeah. best. Just uh, just on YouTube, so the two people that watched it there. Literally our backup. Yeah. If something happens when we always lose we lose our files, they are on yeah. YouTube. Yeah. If you care to listen to us there, you can. All right. Steve, so this, is, uh, this is the Throaty 2. The Throaty 2, the homage to the first incarnations of this very bracket we've done now, I believe, four times, five times. I believe we something did two like throat. Yeah, goblin tournaments, and now this is our second I could check pole out, tournament yeah. as well. We had some barn burner matchups as well as some record setting Ble- performances. This is the fourth, by the way, we did okay. uh, the Steve sixteen in twenty eighteen, yep. the Throaty two in twenty nineteen, took twenty twenty off, and then yeah, pole badness last year, pole badness this year, perfect. We had some record-setting performances. Did we? Some nail-biters, Steve, okay. in the first round of the Throaty 2. We're going to kick it off this week with the in the patently absurd side of the bracket. Mm-hmm. 
We had number one seed where biblical time gifts sticks with faces carved in them and pairs versus number eight, our slurpers, also front yard parkers. In a closer result than I thought would happen, maybe some vulnerability here with the number one seed where biblical time gifts sticks with faces carved in them and pairs advances with 54.8%. Wow, that's close. I thought that would be a runaway. A near upset taking place there. They will take on the winner of the four seed. Do you have to wait for 10 years of friendship to break the soup wall, which took on, have you ever seen Olivia Newton-John and Meatloaf in the same room? A nice matchup. Another close one. The number four seed. Do you have to wait for 10 years of friendship to break the soup wall? Advances with 55% of the vote. So the round two matchup all set there. The number one seed versus the number four seed where biblical time gifts sticks with faces carved in them and pairs will take on the winner of waiting 10 years of friendship to break the soup wall. The bottom half of that bracket, the number three seed, do you have to knock three times to get the wirer? It's taking on the number six seed. If a space mission fails, do they have to jettison themselves into the sun? Handily winning there. Do you have to knock three times to get the wirer? 68.4% vote for that. The number three seed advances into the senseless 16. I love the names of the, uh, the very bottom of this bracket, the two verse seven, Steve, nothing to see here. Handy victory. Would second chance Jeeps be more interesting if it were helping Jeeps through alcohol and narcotic addiction advances easily with 67.5% of the vote over. Does Bobcat refer to himself as a joke smith? The patently absurd, Senseless 16 corner is all set there with the one versus four seed and the three versus the two seed. We'll get to those next week. Those polls will be up Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Steve and Kyle. We move down to what the division with the number one seed. Again, nothing to see here. All chalk is what we refer to it in the sports talk biz, Steve. Sure. Number one seed is Jimmy, the Bangladeshian bullet shooter only at the Olympics to plow people like Veronica, the New Zealand pole vaulter. Nothing to see. Handily, 78% of the vote, beating the number eight seed. If you're an envelope and terror, do you belong in prison? Mm-hmm. They will mm-hmm. take on the winner of the number four seed, Canucks. Bunch of sneaky SOBs. And the number five seed, Obituaries. Enough already? This was a tough one. Yeah. I didn't want to see either That's of a these good teams lose. That's a really good matchup. And in a very minor upset, number five seed, Obituaries. Enough already. With 52.6% of the vote, it's going to advance to take on what looks to be a possible juggernaut is Jimmy the Bangladeshian bullet shooter only at the Olympics to plow people like Veronica the New Zealand pole vaulter. Mm -hmm. I'm going to try to keep saying that with one breath. That's tough. It's a nice vocal exercise. I'm really impressed. Bottom half of this bracket, I mentioned it beforehand. Some record-setting performances, Steve. Oh, I can't wait to hear it. I haven't looked at any of these results, by the way. I like the to be surprised just like everyone else. Widest margin of victory in the history of this tournament. Whoa. So you went back and looked at some, some past results. I pulled some data. Okay. The number you got, three You got seat. spreadsheets for that? Oh, yeah, yeah. And I, I punched it into an Excel app sheet, sent it to the accountants over at uh, Bean Gardner, just like they do at the Oscars. The number three seed is Annette's Etsy shop. Just her slamming airplane-sized booze bottles to get away from Steve. Took on the number six seed. Is it a prerequisite for a drummer to be a juggler? With 92.5% of the vote. Wow. Say that again. 
1.5% of the vote. That's, uh, that's quite a bit. An absolute demolishment. The mm-hmm. number three seed moves on. Wow. Is Annette's Etsy shop just her slamming airplane-sized booze bottles to get away from Steve? They're going to take on, and I don't know what to think of this next matchup, because they're going to take on the winner. Again, a big victory here. The number two seed is 94.3 K-Rock, where the Rock Rocks, the Rock Station's Rock Station, is going to move on with 75% of the votes, Steve. Oh, I love that one. Beating is Tammy Hilfiger, the lesser-known cousin of Tommy Hilfiger. Naturally. Setting up a real a real chance for a run here with this number two and number three, the Tatsy Shop and 94.3 K-Rock. Sadly, though. Where the though, Rock Rocks. Where the Rock Rocks. Yeah. The Rock Station's the rock, rock, station, station. rock Station. Sadly, one of those is going to go home in the Centralist 16. <sighs> boy, oh, boy. They're not going to be advancing. We'll find those out next week. We're going to move over to the Asinine bracket for the Asinine division. Number one seed, and I, I mentioned nail biters. And the last number one seed was in a nail biter there we just talked about. Number one seed, are you more of a fart guy or a dick guy? Taking on number eight, should a neighbor's rocks quote be all up in your business? <laughs> That's one of my favorite ones. 51.5% Whoa, of the audience. Nail biter indeed. Has the number one seed advancing. Are you more of a fart guy or a dick guy? Okay. All right. They're going to be taking on the winner of the 4-5 matchup here. The number four seed's going to advance. Does it get any wider than Papa Benjamin's? 68.8% of the vote. Defeating relatively easily is Steve's 40-day diet program sponsored by Jesus. I would accuse the religious section of our audience uh, for getting the show there for a really? moment. But last okay. year, the Pole Badness 2021 champion was did the apostles chisel the word boobs into rocks? <laughs> so I think there's just something to be said about Steve, Big Bacon Steve, yeah. a.k.a. Papa, Papa Benjamin's, Benjamin's, moving on to take on the number one seed. Are you more of a fart guy or a dick guy? Mm. The bottom half of this division, number three seed, moving on. Do flat earth and salsa go hand in hand? I want this thing to advance to the final four and never, I never want to know the context. I could go back and look at what we were talking about. No, I choose not to. Don't you do it. That defeats as Andrew Dice Clay, basically an aggressive masseuse with 71.9% of the vote. They're going to take on the two versus seven matchup. The winner here. Would you tune into fruit boot and shoot at the Olympics? Oh, love that one. 56.6% 56.6% of the vote, Steve. They're moving on. Wait, what What um, seed was Fruit Boot and Shoot again? Number two. Okay. And their defeat, they defeated the number seven seed. Should amputees get a discount on clothing? And that's 56.6% of the audience. Some, some, a few close matchups there. The number one seed and number two seed facing some competition. Yeah. The number three and the number four in all of these brackets seem to be moving on relatively easily. Yeah. Interested to see how the senseless 16 pans out for all these matchups. And the last bracket. Are they serious? This division, the number one seed, does the wind have to be just right to hear the cries of the spirits of the drywall? 60.7% of the audience advancing the number one seed, defeating is Mr. Belvedere, a top five British person. Nothing to see here. The number one nope. seed is moving on. Mm-mm. They're going to take on the number five seed, which really whooped on the number four seed here. In my opinion, a bit of an upset, but two really quality polls. The number four right. seed, is there always an Aunt Cheryl who shows up 30 minutes late pulling a pie out of her purse, losing with barely a quarter of the vote, to did Steve not eating June Thanksgiving dinner, 
ruined June Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving dinner for everyone else. 74.2% of the audience advancing the number five seed. Hmm. Bottom half of this division, number three seed is a guy walking into a funeral in jeans, the guy walking into a wedding in shorts. <laughs> With 62.1% of the vote, that's going to move on. Wow. Defeating is the semicolon, the most look at me of the phone number hyphenation world. They're going to take on the number two seed, Steve. Are the middle anchors worthless in a Paul Bear situation, which defeated in a relatively close matchup? Are the tasty videos on social media more misleading than 9-11 conspiracy videos? Still love them, though. 56.2 to 43.8. The number two seed moves on. Boy. Again, not a lot of upsets. Some close matchups, but I think we're in for a wild senseless 16 here. Uh, we have a number one versus a number five, a number two versus a number three. Number one versus number four, a number two versus a number three. You're not going to believe this. A number one versus a number five. What do you think's in the bottom half? A number two versus a number three. You got it, Steve. Hey. And lastly, back all the way up to the patently absurd division, a number one versus a number four. Ooh. And what do you think's on the bottom side? A number two versus a number you three. You got it all chalk this week on the bottom half of these divisions as oh, we move man. on to the senseless 16. That's fun. That, that is a lot of fun. So those polls are going to be posted up again on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram by the yes. time you're listening to this podcast. And then the votes don't get tallied until like the day before we yeah. record the podcast. Yeah, so. and, and if you're a Facebook user, their algorithm does not like how we post these just because they come fast and furious, which there's a lot of matchups. We want to get I'm them gonna, all out there at the same time. I'm going to separate them because I, I was posting them like every 10 minutes. Sure. But I think I'll separate them and do them like once an hour or something. So if, uh, yeah, if you're listening to this podcast, go back to our uh, at Stephen Kyle Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Yeah, you'll see them all up there. Uh, actually, click on the page, click on the photos, yep. and you'll see them all individually up there. A lot of the the Facebook ones, especially, will uh, yeah. Some of them will be hidden from your your timeline if you have your timeline set up that way. So yeah. click on our page, seek those out. If you're listening right now and you're on our Facebook page, please think, do that. They think that we're spam, and, and we're some of the most quality content out there to the two people and i know your names and i'm gonna say them adam bunch of numbers on twitter mm -hmm. voting for you know number four and letter d <laughs> funny last year it's a and b get it not funny this there's year. yeah but kyle i don't think you get it it's a and b yeah so there's not a number four you know who doesn't think it's funny steve Bean Gardner, who's counting all these results and keeping them in official balance until the time of the ceremony. Okay? Yeah. yeah. We have, and gotten, we have a, gotten a, a, a mad text or two from them. Yeah. From, uh, the bean counters. The little bean counters at Gardner mm -hmm. Bean. Bean yeah. Gardner. And the second name, I'm ashamed, and I'm embarrassed to mention this in public. Hmm. Come on, Rusty. Oh, God. What are you doing? You think he's... I think he was hitting the sauce when he... It must have been. I don't know another excuse for cracking wise on one of our Facebook polls. As we just try to get honest results on what our best poll of the year was. And the yuck yuckers are combining to vote for numbers and different letters. And I'm, I'm assuming next time I'll get a vote for an emoji. <laughs> Listen, I gotta, I gotta I've, got a, I've got a block hammer. I'll do it. I will do it and I won't feel an ounce of regret. Don't tempt me, Adam, bunch of numbers in the town drunk. 
Don't tempt me. I got a text yesterday from the town drunk. He was uh, curious as to my review on Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. He said he was looking forward to hearing it. I hadn't yet watched it at okay. that point yet. You didn't give him a little sneak peek, did you? He said, no, no, no. He said, I can't wait to hear it. And then he said, I am biased, though. One of the people in there reminds me of me. Hmm. And other people have mentioned that, too. Is it, it the makes, tree? And it makes me feel better about myself. Uh, who on that movie would remind me of the town drunk Rusty? Ronan? I don't even really know. That was the dude, That's the blue guy. Yeah, blue guy who had the yeah. Uh, it's it's wait, Ronan but there were two group. blue guys, weren't there? Oh wait, the 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 blue guy that used to uh, that um that Peter lived with for a while. He yeah, like helped raise him after he abducted him. I'm let you get that name out. Come on, you remember it? You just watched it. It was 16 hours ago. What was it? Whose name? The blue guy. Lived Ronan with Peter. Didn't you just say it was Ronan? No. Ronan's the big bad. The big bad blue guy. Is Ronan. But, but this other dude is blue too. Right? Yeah. And what's his name? Come on, you know it. Come on, Steve. I'm not sure I ever caught it. The depths of your brain. Uh, big character, a fan favorite character. Hold on. Can I go back to my notes real quick to see yeah, if I wrote yeah. it down? Um, you think you wrote something other than blue guy? And other blue guy? Peter's mom dies. He gets abducted yep. by the end. So he, this is the, the guy who abducted Peter. I believe so, yeah. Yeah. Chris Pratt stole an orb. Mm-hmm. Green chick. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. The Starts orb. with a Y. The collector wants to buy the orb. The he whistles. Uh, Ronan. Mm-hmm. Drax. Do you even remember that he whistles, Steve? Yeah, I know that he whistles because he like he, he can whistle and his arrow his arrows, and his yeah, arrow. Yeah. yeah. Is he Starts with a Y. You're not gonna get it. The it's Yondu. Boy, it doesn't even ring. You think that would have? No, okay. No. Really watching these, though. I thought you were going to say that it was just the whistler. I feel like you're like building a deck while you're watching these. I swear to God, I'm watching everything, but I just. It's amazing that you can't retain names. (laughs) I've never been good at that. Especially in literally a 28 movie, 14 year built universe (laughs) where a guy from movie three might come back in movie 15 and you're going to go, ah, ah, ah. It's like the the gif right. of Leonardo DiCaprio when he sees yeah. that was it him on the TV for yeah. once upon a time in Hollywood. You're gonna jump up from the chair and point and go like that guy. I know him. But none of the people that were in Guardians of the Galaxy I've met before, right? Correct. Okay, so these are all new to me. But next time you see them, you'll go through that. I'm gonna encounter. say it's the blue guy. Yep, perfect. The blue guy that whistles his arrows. Can't wait. Can't wait. Well, apologies to Robert. I'm confident that we yeah, lost you at this point. This is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So sorry. Doing marathon again. I busted an Achilles and nothing else to do. So I'm sitting in your basement. <laughs> All right. So you can vote on poll badness. Yes. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at Steve and Kyle. Oh, big matchups. I love this. Oh. I can't wait to see who we crown. Apologies. We did not get to our 309 caller of the day. Oh, I'm sorry. Marlene. Marlene. We actually had a 309. That's incredible. We had someone, and as you see, we ran afoul of the clock today. All right, so next week it's 310, which I believe is the big uh, the big ah! apple, they call it. Get out your Rolodex, Steve. Yeah? L.A. O-L-L-A. Beverly Hills. That's where all the famous people live. Malibu. Holly Weird. Long Beach. Is that all? That's it. That's all. That's all in the three. There's not a chance that we have one person listening to this show that has a three ten area code. No legitimately. chance. Legitimately, no chance. Because like we could probably get one on Google Voice or something, right? 
but I want a real authentic 310er. Yeah, I we need a 310er. All right. Put the oh, call no. out. Oh no. You're off the hook 311. It's not real. 311 doesn't exist. 311 is used as a fictitious area code in Bell System advertisements depicting telephones. So 311. Well, we're going to take a week off from the A bit then. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. We're going to have to get, we're going to dig deep. All right, again, at Stephen Kyle, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, if you want to vote on Poll Badness. Also, uh, newly posted within the last week, all of the videos of all of the Marvel movie reviews. Yes. I've been posting them on social media, but if you want to check them all out, there's a playlist on our YouTube channel. Just look for Steve and Kyle, or the Stephen Kyle podcast on YouTube, and you'll be able to check that out, including the one from this week's episode. So we will talk to you next week. See you. A little tangy. Mm-hmm. It really is. I never knew until finding that random article. Creating apples was so expensive and difficult. Mm. That's why. Yeah, I talked about it when I was in character. I'm against the LGA. Lab grown apple. Yep. <clears throat> Give me the old classic. You know that uh, dirt. Mm-hmm. Sun. Water. The water. And passion. Do you even consider Dolly the sheep a real sheep? No, of course not. LGS. Lab grown sheep. Imagine being an LGS knowing there's no HGS. Homegrown sheep. Yeah, of course. Who loves you? Like you're basically. (coughs) You're a cyborg. You're a cyborg sheep. Imagine that. You're the Westworld of sheep. Mm -hmm. Man, talk about a show that I loved and I just completely forgot about. I think it was a season four coming out, but season three lost everybody? Or was it season it? two? Hmm. I never watched it. I tried one episode, but it was way too intensive, like, in terms of focusing. Yeah. Dolly Blanc in that show, though. Right next to? The Cosmic Curse. No question. Mm-hmm. Hmm. All right. Mm. Oh, fine apple. I mean, really my own. It's a good it's apple. a nice breakfast combination after my donut. It is a fine breakfast apple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I would dare, I would not dare sully the taste of this apple with a fruit dip or an apple dip. No. No. I do love those dips, though. They're God, good. they're good dips, right? aren't they?